Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. I'm Joan of Heart. And did you watch the uh, Emmas this past week? Yes, I did, and they were amazing. <laughs> I loved every I cannot, moment of that. I can't believe how well I can believe how well it turned out, but like the amount of work that clearly went into that work, care, editing, it was just so funny. Oh, it was great. Yeah, no, it, it was great. And even like before it launched, like uh, I think Rush shared an image of like the editing timeline. I was like, dude, you like you surpass my editing with that timeline. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, that's incredible. My computer would simply stop running. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> mine would divorce me. It was like, you want me yeah. to do what? Okay, peace out. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm, not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, w- when I was there, I got to see like what parts of the timeline they had. I feel like by the time yeah. I filmed this, the the in memoriam segment, <laughs> I uh, love that. <laughs> I think they'd already filmed most of it, um, mm. like the guests and stuff. But yeah, that was really fun. Uh, so they picked us up in Brooklyn and drove us to their place with a pick, pit stop at Target because Mama needed insoles. And mm-hmm. uh, we kind of just we, we made that little script. Uh, I forgot. I think it was Rick's idea, my husband's idea to do like a fake quote and attribute it to like Les Paul or somebody. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, and and the thing I thought was really funny, I think a lot of us were joking about afterwards. Was hey, you gonna? uh, uh, Do you have any miles? You know, can can I get a ride? Like, uh, what do I do now? And like, uh, Emily Hopkins is like totally cold blooded. Like, yeah, that's on you. (laughs) Bye. I I I improv the line. Can I at least have a cup of coffee? And she's like, goodbye, Emily. (laughs) And pause and stop. Yeah, we're all joking before she started laughing, and she's like, we can't use it. too mean i'm like that's why it's funny that's why it's funny because it's like totally opposite of obviously like normally how she portrays herself and yeah. the, kind of the joke was you know and still today like you know emily is like it'd be still funny for you to island. walk into random videos and going hey uh how are you guys doing like do, you know do you know where i could go to maybe get back <laughs> uh you will, you walked the- a long way to get here today emily <laughs> pop pop in with Anne's lukowski in toronto <laughs> Head You're on like down still to Minneapolis looking. and do some demos in the dark. Yeah. It'd yeah. be the wandering Emily, just like I'm just trying mm. to get home. It would all yeah. be an odyssey. Oh my god! So I, I joke that I was still somewhere on the Long Island Expressway between a golf course and a middle school. <laughs> Which I actually looked at a map of Long Island. <laughs> it was like, so yeah, there. That's a good. That's a funny place to be. <laughs> but uh, no, if you haven't watched it yet, please do. A lot of yeah. work and care in- went into that, and it was just really, really um, a fun thing to to be a part of. So big thanks to Emily and Russ for uh, letting me be a member of the M Academy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that I, was I, really incredible. <laughs> I didn't expect people to like be so excited about two Emily's being on screen together. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. All of us in check. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wonder Twin Towers activate. <laughs> uh, so I am, uh, it's, it's almost Christmas. This is our last episode before Christmas, actually. Yeah, it is. I just realized. Huh? It is, it's that close. Well, I'm drinking lavender coffee with Bailey's. I actually mm-hmm. bought some Bailey's the other night. I haven't had it in a couple of years. 
I, I was also prepared with a drink today. Wow. I have a, yes, a cherry Coke and mm. a, a Hein Cognac. Oh, oh, that sounds a little fancier than um, vanilla vodka and Diet Dr. Pepper. But yeah. <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. Just a skosh. Just a smidge. Just a uh, fancier, yeah. But um, I, I don't think this is a big thing everywhere, but it's also hot buttered rum season. yeah yeah so i bought some batter like actually buying the batter is a big thing in seattle that i don't remember from like nashville or cincinnati really Hmm. i had one last night i'm like oh yeah this is absolutely delightful oh nice yeah it was really good i was happy with it i usually at this uh this time of year try to get a little bit of the um thing that's kind of local around here uh it's puerto rican it's uh coquito so it's kind of like all the families kind of like make it so you have to get a hookup <laughs> so it's kind <laughs> of something that if you know someone you can get a hookup or connection to it's pretty much kind of like um almost like eggnog but not but it's oh. like based in rum and coconuts and yeah so mm. it's it's kind of like i guess a um miami kind of uh eggnog per se so it's every year like since since i was i guess of drinking age we would always be like hey do you know anyone (laughs) where i can get a bottle like so yeah that's kind of like a timeless thing around this time of year that after thanksgiving people are like okay it's on that season it's coquito season (laughs) like it's upon us yes is it cold is it cold or warm okay it's definitely cold yeah it's a cold kind of drink yeah it's very rum based I've only had eggnog once or twice. It's like, I wish they served, like they, they sold it in bottles that were smaller than half a gallon, mm-hmm. like a, maybe a quart or a pint. Yeah. <laughs> Get a couple of eggnogs out of it, but like, don't go overboard. It's, no, no, it's no, no, a no. lot, man. It's rich. No, it is. It's heavy. Even, even yeah. the cojito, it's, it, it's heavy because yeah. I think it's like condensed coconut milk. Like it has, yeah, definitely. I usually use the light if I make it. Um, one of the times that I went to go visit my cousins up in Boston, I was like, hey like um why don't i just bring something from where we are up there and we'll make it nice. so i had carlos give us the his mother's recipe and mm. that's how we made it there and like halfway through the recipe it's like are the eggs supposed to be put in at the beginning or the end <laughs> it's like please answer quickly we're in the middle of this <laughs> i've never even thought about that egg yeah, I, can, I can give recipe. you the recipe yeah i can give you the recipe for cookie yeah, i've never even cookie thought about food. making it so it yeah, so is that, this recipe. I mean, hot butter rum isn't very hard to make. It's just so convenient to buy the batter. Mm-hmm. Um, let's yeah, see. Yeah, I think it's the condensed okay. coconut milk, I think, is the so only thing that's probably a little bit harder to get in certain areas. Oh, that's easy to find up here. It, so, okay. much like, so much like Thai and Indian food. All right, you're perfect then. <laughs> yeah. So six large egg yolks, half a cup of granulated sugar, cup heavy whipping cream, two cups milk, nutmeg, salt, vanilla. That's not That's not that much stuff. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, because I know at least that she had us write up a thing and I had the note with my cousin on that but yeah like we had the list and everything going shopping up there to pick everything up and brought some of it up with us just in case they didn't have it interesting this recipe says to add the alcohol at the same time as the vanilla or after cooling i wonder if Mm. that would make me like it more if it was put in there earlier maybe Uh, i also i make my hot buttered around with bourbon so it's kind of like the edge of a hot toddy but not quite 
Yeah, the nice hot toddy. I've had that one sick. I had a friend that uh, came into I love town. love hot toddies. Yeah, and she was like, you know, I was singing with a piano player that night, and my voice was just gone, and she was like, I got you. And she went to the bartender and just like had him make a hot toddy for me. And I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> like that's when you yeah. have someone that cares <laughs> to like that, try to do that. One of my favorite tour tricks um, from this past tour is our singer had a sore throat the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first place we played, I was like, just ask the bartender for tea. And he's like, they don't have tea. I, I checked. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but they make hot toddies. Yeah. So I went up and I'm like, can I get lemon juice, hot water and honey in a cup? She's like a mm-hmm. hot toddy without the alcohol. I'm like, yeah, exactly. The singer. And they didn't charge us for them. They were really sweet. But no, he ordered that. Jeff ordered that at every every single venue we went to that had like a bar. So uh, <laughs> if you're playing bars that don't have tea, they definitely have hot water and honey and lemon and That'll maybe a little work. cinnamon for flavor. And it tastes great. Yep. That'll work. I actually yeah. did find the recipe, so I'll say it real quick. This is uh, oh. Carlos's family, his mother's uh, recipe for croquetas. Are you going to ask him first? <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to share it. Sharing I'm sharing it. Sharing well, I mean, they'll have to watch the episode to know about it. So mm-hmm. It's going to be our most popular episode it. ever. <laughs> It'll be the most popular episode ever. Is that okay with you, dear? Okay. <laughs> Give me, give me the voice. It's okay. You can share it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I came you across mean... so creepy. It was so great. <laughs> it does. Okay. Yeah, since since we it's released okay. the Albie, we've since we work on it over months, and he was the voice for Figaro. We would say lines now to each other in daily conversation. Oh, I'm looking Aww. for something. It's way, way back in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> just random lines for the demo we'll just say to each other. So, And viewer, listener, if you haven't watched Joe's Albie demo, you better because it's really good. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> just stunning. Stunning. All right. So I've I watched it list... a few times. Oh, thank you. Oh. Extra views. Yay. <laughs> I try. Um, okay. So the recipe for Coquito, at least this family's recipe, the Perez family, uh, condensed milk, four cans. Condensed, four cans? Uh, four cans of condensed the, milk. The little four. condensed milk? The condensed milk, the little cans. The little cans uh, okay. Coconut milk, Goya brand, four of them. Evaporated milk, four. Um, Coco Lopez brand, cream of coconut, can two of them. That's um, the one we'd have trouble finding out here. Yes, that is an Amazon order if you can't find local. 15-ounce yeah. cans. Whole milk. Use one of the 15-ounce cans to measure four cans worth of milk. Star anise, two to three pieces whole. Four cinnamon sticks. And this makes a big batch. Like, you're putting it in a big pot. How much does this make? You're putting this in a big pot. Like, that's making for, if you have, like, family, you're making it for family. You're bottling a bunch. You're making it for a group of people. And the last ingredient is 24 eggs. Uh, blend the eggs with milk, condensed milk, evaporated sorry, the whites milk. and the yolk or just the yolk? Yep, both, all of it together. Uh, sweet coconut and coconut cream in a large pot. See, here we go, large pot. You're making for a neighborhood. And a lot of protein. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and add- drink this and then work out and then be as drunk <laughs> exactly. as you've ever been in your life. Oh, it's so good, though, honestly. Uh, yeah. Add the star of anise and cinnamon sticks, then put them in a pot and stove and heat. Heat until it bowl- boils uh, while stirring the whole time. After it reaches a bowl, turn the heat off and let it cool and add rum bottle. So Bacardi, a whatever bottle. your favorite... Yes, a liter a bottle, bottle of rum, oh, light rum or seven fifty so mil. Yeah, like a, so like seven fifty yeah. mil Silver. or a liter. 
Um, I think it would be the 750. I mean, yeah. just it's you, if you don't add Not enough, it's really thick. If you add more rum, it'll be more liquidy. You know what I mean? The yeah. consistency. Because his mom tends to make it a little thick. And we always have to tell her, add more booze, please. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not as thick. So yeah. yeah. So that that is the recipe. You're essentially this is when you're making it for friends or family. Like you're making a big pot, and then putting it in a bunch of bottles. Like everybody will give you their bottle, and then basically you just charge whatever the ingredients like are or whatever. But that's coquito. At least this family. People make it different ways. I even saw there's a recipe without eggs. So I, was I actually just I just googled coconut eggnog and it came up. So if you're if you're having trouble <laughs> yeah, with the spelling, it's c o q c o q u i t o, or you can just google yes. coconut eggnog. Exactly, coquito. Wow, that is a lot of protein. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Be real strong. It's like the it's like the muscle milk of boozy oh, Christmas yeah. beverages. Yeah, that that, that would that would be uh you know Gaston's uh you know beverage of choice every morning besides. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get to that in a second. But first, yes. I do want to say. Uh, if you haven't already noticed, there is a contest right now, and I forgot to put say the day that I'm ending the contest in the video, but uh, I'm picking a winner the day after Christmas, but I'm giving away a Diderio large XPND pedal board and the transport gig bag case. So I've already assembled it for you. No assembly required, but um, yeah, so I'm giving that away. It's the first time I've been able to have a pedal board, a larger size one that's just stuff that I want on it in a um, very long time. Because my bigger pedal board is just Sunday Crush stuff right now. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna experiment with it. I'm going to add stuff, remove it, uh, figure it out. And then when I finally have it just the way I want it, which yeah. I'll hopefully be able to do next week when I have the week off, um, do a little video showing it off. But I wanted to go ahead and get the contest out of the way. So go check out that video on YouTube. I'll try to remember to include a link. If you want a second entry, um, you can hit up Instagram. I did a video of me assembling it. So uh, just comment on that video as well. Um, so you have to like or subscribe and comment. Uh, I'm not going to make you tag a friend, but if you want to, <laughs> that's also cool. And uh, what else? Oh, yes. Uh, I will never reach out via Telegram. No, I'll never. Re There's no telegram, no telegram involved. Um, I will never ask you for money for shipping. I'm paying for shipping. It's going to cost me a lot, but it's fine. Um, and you have to be 18 or older and in the continental United States, because, again, I'm paying for shipping this. I shipped Joe a ukulele and it cost me one hundred and thirty dollars. Oh so yeah. I'm going to pay for that. And uh, hopefully it's going to cost less because I'm going to ship it after Christmas. But. That's just in the United States. Yeah, thank you for shipping back. I still can't yeah. believe. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Sweetwater helped. <clears throat> and uh, so, yeah, I can't afford to ship to Canada. I can't afford to ship no. to Alaska or Hawaii. And I can't afford to ship to, like, the EU. I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, also, everyone on our Patreon is getting automatically entered as well. Uh, they're not guaranteed to win, obviously, but that does help <laughs> them a little bit. If you'd like to join our Patreon, uh, you can do so. Uh, at, at w If you put in as little as five bucks a month, you get access to our exclusive Discord server. And that's a lot of fun. I yes. mailed out my Secret Santa gift. Yeah, I still, so. I still, I still have to get mine. Yes, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I took I care of the I other ones. I haven't gotten anything but yet. 
yeah, I, I haven't either. Um, I took care of my Discord. There was like a handful of us that did it, which was great. Nice. And uh, also um, a friends group that, that we did, but I just haven't gotten the person for this one. So, yes, that's the last one, the last secret gift exchange through Elfster I have to do. So that I will do that today. Yeah, I got to figure out how to see. The person I had had a list that was like a whole bunch of like over 25 like petals and stuff. And I'm just like, I can't help you here. Give me a real list that I can afford. All right. I, I know who you're, I, I know who you're. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> I just looked it up. They have not uh, marked it as sent, but I was looking through. I'm actually really excited with the person that I got. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, in in my Discord, I've been doing detective work to find out who got who. So I'm like doing that. Okay, if this person got this person, there's only a few other people there. So I'm trying to see like what everyone like shares, like whether I'm right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like doing like, okay, am I right by the end of this? The guessing game. Who's who? Who got it? Who oh, got it? <laughs> you got a fun one. Oh, I did? Oh, yeah. So no, so many opportunities to give to the person that you're giving to. I know, I know it's not me, but I, no. I know who it no, is. No, it's not you. There's a lot of opportunities, at least with the this person. This person is very giftable. Like this person has lots of interest and is uh, vocal about them. So that makes it really fun. So we all get to know each other in the Discord, and it's really, it's really cool to see um, what everybody uh, likes. Puts up As, and, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I heard this quote a while back. That was it was for business owners, but I think it applies mm. to like personalities and musicians. Like your your customers will become your friends before your friends will become your customers. <laughs> and I'll be damned, that's very true. Not that my friends don't support Get Offset or my parents, but yeah, I, I I did I did I did notice at least I mean I'm obviously I'm not giving it away, but I did see someone else buy one of my shirts. As Aww. like a gift or someone else. And I was like, oh my God, that is so adorable. Like that, I was touched by that. And I was like, something of mine is being given as a gift. I thought that was going to be a very popular gift, personally. <laughs> um, so we talked the other week about her starring oh, yes. as Belle in the live action Beauty of the Beast. And that aired last week. And I actually watched it, unfortunately, not East Coast timeline, which is what I really wanted to do. But mm -hmm. um didn't happen that way so i watched a rebroadcast and i'm watching the opening opening number i'm like this is awesome this is great they are clearly not singing live yeah. <laughs> and nope. i spent i proceeded to spend the whole thing looking up articles to see is anyone right about whether or not they're singing live because they've always sung these live the little mermaid was sung live and that's the closest aid of like apples to apples mm. comparison of the format, which is the musical numbers are live. And then the, the, the dialogue and stuff is uh, stitched with actual scenes from the movie. Mm. I didn't, I didn't find that not, not cool. Like I thought it was fine. Yeah. I understand it, but beauty and the beast was like legitimately on Broadway for a yeah. very long time. I, I, I don't understand why they're not just doing the play like they did for Greece, like they did for the whiz like those were really highly acclaimed things i guess neither of those was animated so maybe that's the difference but i enjoyed it overall it bothered me that the singing and the dialogue weren't live like it bothered me a lot but someone said well 
you can't expect Martin Short to give his best vocal performance, nor da- David Allen Greer when they're like dancing and stuff. I'm like, but you yeah. got Josh Groban, you got her, you got Shania Twain, you got like the guy who played Gaston could very oh. clearly have just killed it. That guy's like an opera singer. Yeah, like out of all of them, that was the thing that was going to say Gaston stole the show for me. Like he was oh, incredible. Yeah. He was perfect casting. Like his voice just nailed. Like perfect. Yeah. He yeah, was my favorite thought- part. Josh Groban did a good job as the beast. The yeah, costume was goofy as shit. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it was goofy as shit, but like he, did, he did a good job singing. Yeah. I don't think he had to act much. I think Josh Gad probably could have done both at the same time. And I think her probably could have. Um, they did. She did get a guitar solo. Mm. I was very bothered by it. Like I, I was, it was too. It was short. It was short. Yep. They did zoom in on it. Oh, only for like two seconds. And most of it was a way to take away from the fact that she was having obviously a moment with the guitar and power. Like that was a diminishing of the impact of her doing that. I hated that. And it was a custom made guitar. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was like, it was, it was made for that moment. it looked like stained glass with the rose. It was acrylic. It was beautiful. Gorgeous. But you 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 didn't see it. No, so, like two seconds. I'm like, oh, look at that. Well, it's gone. There it goes. <laughs> like she's at the back of the room now. Like, wow, this is one of like the most exciting guitars today. And you gave her like 15 seconds and zoomed out the whole time. Yeah. It's like, if so they were they- going to do that, I wish they would have done like an actual ballroom dancing scene. Like, I think yes. they could have killed that. That's what I was <sighs> hoping for, actually. <laughs> yeah. And nope, that's not what happened. I mean, creatively, I guess the only part which I didn't like was at the beginning when they were just walking in the parking lot with like the difference of like animation drawn on black and white with the juxtaposition I liked of that. color. <laughs> you liked it? Yeah. I wanted it to be in color. Like, even if it was cartoon, yeah. it would be colored cartoon. You know what I mean? It would look like it was from the animated but i understand that's it's fair just... but they did they did kind of when when they did a lot of the cartoon sequences they yeah. started with the storyboard and then morphed mm-hmm. into the oh yeah movie. i love so that that was that connected yeah. that to, that connected that for me mm-hmm. um but yeah i get what you're saying yeah it that's... was like those parts i was fine with at the very beginning before they even jumped into obviously the play half of it when they were saying oh this is what you're going to see and i was like you just gave bunch of stuff away by showing us parts of the play before we got to see it i think that should have been at the end which is usually what is at the end when you think of like lying i was wondering i was wondering who this was for yeah i was like why did you put that there that's at the end you know and i was just like it broke the illusion different special yeah yeah like when they were showing the animation all the way through that's yeah. what I wanted. I just wanted to be all the way through. Mm-hmm. I love Rita Moreno. She's an obviously a living living legend. She was yes. she killed it in West Side Story and mm-hmm. every other thing she's ever been in. And she's like in her 90s up there. But who was that part for? It wasn't yeah. for the children. No. I think the whole th- and I'm like, I don't even have kids, but I'm like, this should be for kids in a way that they can consume it and appreciate and not get bored out of their asses. Like if you're going to bore kids, like, cause, cause like it's the beginning of their winter break mm-hmm. and they're able to stay up a little bit later and they have the special thing on TV. If you're boring them with like the behind the scenes stuff a little too much, eh, cause the kids were yeah. interested in that. They will stick around to watch it at the end. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't yeah. know if they were trying to stretch it out to two hours or whatever. Perhaps. That's probably they're trying to stretch it out for the block. I do appreciate the whole throwing it back to the animation, who was involved, the importance of it. But that one segment, I was just like, no, that should have been, like been at the end. Yeah. So, I mean. I think all of those that, should have been at the end, to be honest. Yeah. Um, besides all that, the fact that obviously when they're singing, I can tell that they're not singing live as like a singer because when i sing i kind of rib it a little bit like you can see my throat i was watching their throat muscles yeah Yeah. like your throat kind of bellows out when you're singing and i'm watching them and i'm not seeing that and also the way they're accentuating their mouths is not really like what you would do if you were emotionally in the moment of singing so i'm just like i guess that takes away from the illusion i guess for me because i know that but other than that i still had a good time watching it there's some things i liked and shouldn't shania far and away did the best job lip syncing yes because I, so I was like i was like i can feel like i can see her throat moving because i think she was like engaging that but yeah. it wasn't i looked it up it wasn't live i'm like shania twain can sing beauty and the beast live whatever <clears throat> no i mean we can have our I love watching about those. it but i love you know. i love watching those i was a little i do too to- i was a little toasted for it <laughs> I admit, I I was as well. <laughs> I so was I'm like, how like... do I go in here with little expectations? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got some new new tools for for that. Nice. But, yeah, I'm oh not yes, gonna, I, heard, I, don't, I heard some of I that. Really yes. wanna, I don't really want to check that box on the monetization. <laughs> we're gonna move past that. <laughs> past that threshold. <laughs> There was some, the biggest gear news of the year was announced this year. And I just, oh, like, really? I, oh. well, it said so in the press release that it was oh, the it biggest did. gear news it of did. the year. I, you're right. I did see that it was the biggest news. So it said, it's, it's like when someone is like, I'm a nice person, but they're acting like an asshole. You're like, yes, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> this is the biggest news of the year. And that's not to say it's not big news, it's, but it, it's, it, it it's like laugh. a week away from the end of the year, though. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I mean, they yeah. had an opportunity to weigh it. So it's not like saying it's the biggest news of the year in March. So that was fine. <laughs> but still proclaiming your shit as the biggest news story in year of the year. Oh, no. <laughs> Just don't, Ooh, just don't do that. Don't do that in press football, releases, yeah. guys. Just don't do that in press releases. But don't do that. A solid do gold that. FX bought Diamond. Yeah. And um, it's hard for me to gauge how big that news is because I don't have, I don't feel like I have the strongest like comprehension of how big solid gold and diamond are respectively. They're Canadian definitely brands ones, yeah. I'm aware of. I've heard of, I've played their stuff. But it's not like, um, I don't think either of them are huge pedal brands. Yeah. I mean, so far that I've seen people who have diamond pedals, um, the people that I've most seen like um, about those pedals, I know the delays. At least I think mm, yeah. I remember the delay they've liked. Um, besides that, I mean, solid gold, I guess my first experience of the pedal that I bought from you, which was, I just started to plug in and play the Oblivion yesterday. So, I nice. mean, that's, that's kind of been fun, uh, as having a flanger pedal, which, you know, spoiler alert, you know, the Emma's, uh, that, that was a rather interesting segment. I definitely got a laugh out of that one. Yeah. The they flanger didn't. award. Yeah. They, there wasn't the, they didn't do a flanger this year. It was surprising to me <laughs> no, as well. But that was pretty funny. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously if you were, selling your guitar company you have a reason that you're moving on um it might be financial or maybe you just want to do something else in your life diamond uh has 
just over 18,000 followers on Instagram. Solid Gold has 36,000. That's not insignificant at all. That's actually quite good. If we want to compare it to like Earthquaker, though, Breaker. Yeah, the delay is mostly I've heard was memory lane that I heard, at least for the most part of people. Instagram search is not working. Um, Instagram, Earthquaker, devices. Devices. So Earthquaker on, just to compare those two, Hmm. has 227,000 followers. So they're like a a mid-level. God damn it. They're like a (laughs) mid-level. I watched it that happen. comparison. God damn it. <laughs> the camera cut. <laughs> My camera cut out for a second. <laughs> the camera's oh. like, nope, nope. We don't want the behind the curtain view. Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, so, I mean, I, yeah, I would call it kind of a, a mid-level pedal company, which is impressive. Mm. That's an impressive thing to do. I like a lot of much smaller uh, pedal companies. Yeah. I really f- wish the Instagram search was working. Because I want to see what Bookworm affects just to compare it. Um, so I would call bookworm is one of my favorite pedal companies and they're much smaller. I Uh, shout out to Brian. Mm -hmm. Hey Brian. Yeah. Uh, only 2,500 Instagram followers, albeit he doesn't really push marketing a lot. And I know solid gold actually has hired someone to, uh, do their social and influencer marketing and stuff like that. Hmm. That's someone I haven't really talked to, but I know they exist, (laughs) but yeah. So the idea is that, Solid Gold will now make um, diamond pedals, their effects. They'll have access to the schematics, the parts, the enclosures, the rights to the name. But they're still going to stay, stay two separate companies. Mm-hmm. That's what I read as well. Yeah. I mean, that and makes I- sense. That's why you're buying them. You, you're probably buying them for their trademarks. And um, that's not an uncommon thing to do a lot of we've talked we were talking a little bit about other times um companies have done this and they almost always they 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 rarely like incorporate them i think the exception would be um chase bliss and cooper effects yeah that would be the exception for sure that was more chase bliss hiring tom Mm -hmm. from cooper effects Mm -hmm. and uh, having him work on the new generation loss and other things like that. So that was, that's, that's, you know, still a little bit different. It's, it doesn't feel quite, I'm sure they also acquired like some of the trademarks and stuff that just would make sense. But yeah. um, that's the, that, that's a recent um, example of two separate pedal companies converging. Yeah. That's at least from what I read of it, uh, rel- relatively recent. I think it was 2021. I think they were starting mm-hmm. the conversation with, um, you know, and they then basically decided, Hey, you know, can we, can we help you guys survive? Cause we, you know, you have a history being another Canadian builder. We want you to survive. We don't want you to do this whole quiet closing that's been kind of talked about uh, yeah. within the um, community. Um, can we build something? Can we do something to kind of like offset costs for you guys? You could still be here. And through those talks, they just ended up being, you know, what the best scenario is. Why don't you just buy it? Be two separate companies. Um, still make them the same way. But if some parts were obviously gotten in a way that made costs cheaper, upgrade the same parts to higher quality ones but essentially still being the same maybe the enclosures may be modernized slightly they said but still 
two different companies. Yeah. If you have an older one and you want to get it fixed, no guarantee they'll be able to help you um, as they had mm. in their little pre-FAQ. They said some of those parts may not be made anymore or be hard to get. So still, hey, reach out to us and we can see what we can do for you. But there's no guarantee we're going to be able to repair older um, older ones of diamond. Yeah. So yeah. I think that was pretty good on their part to do a preliminary. So their mail, their emails weren't flooded with a bunch of questions. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're still going to be flooded by yeah, a bunch of questions. Yeah, they still are. Didn't yeah, read too long. Didn't read. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. are going to read. I know. Um, but it seems so far it might be a good, um, good thing for them both. Uh, we'll see how yeah. things go forward. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, always wish them both success. Oh, the best. Solid gold makes them some cool stuff. I know people think highly of Diamond. It's not a company I've ever had literally yeah, any heard experience good with. Yeah. But yeah, I've heard good things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so we talked a little bit about um, the Cooper FX Chase Bliss thing. Mm -hmm. But this reminded me a lot more of um, when the uh, Dwarfcraft devices bought the rights to do Debbie ever pedals when mm -hmm. um, the Debbie ever pedals company Oof. shut, shut, shut their doors because Oof. there's a lot like that's, that's too much drama to get into the whole Debbie ever thing. The yeah. Kickstarter poorly managed money, lofty yeah. goals that just weren't realized. And that's just too bad um, yeah. because the Debbie ever brand, and I'm saying the brand because there there have been name and pronoun changes, and I just don't want to say something that's wrong. I'm of pretty course, sure yeah. they are now Izzy Mouse, but I've I've just not followed closely enough to. I've I've only heard some of the confident. recent. Yeah, some yeah. of the recent stuff of them coming back and, um, yeah. you know, making a video statement about coming back. And then also then it was pulled because of the negative reaction because of history coming back to hunt and then making another video that was addressing those concerns. And now that video is gone, too. I couldn't find. I so that. it's been kind of hard for me to find um, what the current situation is. But, yeah, yeah that was. That was relatively recent, I think. Was it around July? I think was when the eventual announcement is this year. Yeah, but in 2015, after years in business, Debbie Ever sold the rights to make those pedals to Dwarfcraft Devices. One of my also another one of my favorite companies ever. Shout out mm. to Ben and Louise. Um, you have so, the Grazer, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I have a few of their pedals. I have the Grazer, the Bor the Boris Evol. Um, I have the. Arf over there and the <laughs> twin stags and the ghost facts. So I have a sweet little collection of Dwarfcraft devices, uh, including the Grazer, which is one of my fa favorite pedals of all time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, in 2015 they sold to Dwarfcraft, and Dwarfcraft was making those pedals. And then it the Izzy at the time was Devi, so it's Izzy says, uh, I want to start making pedals again and starts making them under a new name. Just kind of mm. against against what their agreement was with Dwarfcraft. <laughs> I think yeah, that just... eventually Dwarfcraft just gave them back the right to make those and just kind of washed their hands. So it was kind of my understanding. I don't feel like at the time it was a very <laughs> loving no loving thing it was it was a bit of drama which was kind of um it seems to follow them around not dwarf craft, yeah but no yeah yeah, yeah the, the debbie ever brand mm -hmm. it's just it's yeah. a lot of drama and that's that's too bad because they're famously cool pedals um but yeah 
that was very much uh, drama. So the Kickstarter was in 2013, and then they sold to Dwarfcraft uh, just two years later. But um, Dwar- yeah, yeah. What happened with Dwarfcraft? Because they stopped, and then I saw something this year that they made something. I think either for like a pop up, like there was one pedal they were saying they were they were they built something. I think for a either a band show or like a pop up where they were going to have something that was there, and then nothing else was heard after that. So I don't know whether that was a one time occurrence or whether I didn't even back hear about or that, not. To be yeah, I, I read that online. I think it was at the time because I, and then recently I went to go check that again. I don't remember off the top of my head, um, but yeah. Well, it, they it was... closed indefinitely in 2020. Yes. Um, Louise now works at uh, Bandcamp and seems very happy. And Ben went uh, back to school for, for more design stuff. So they've been doing Dwarfcraft for so long. I think they just wanted to do other things. Of course. But it's not like yeah. a closed, shut door. Um, Completely. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I have, when I said Boar's Evil, that is the Eau Claire Thunder. Really cool pedal. I know that people really like that one. Um, but I, let me see. I I don't remember. I'm looking at a forum and I can't really see anything about there actually being a pedal involved. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, I was looking. Mousetrap on the. Del- come to the. Mousetrap. Yeah, it was like come to Call something, the- and there oh, was. Oh no, that's a joke. What was that? Okay, Sorry, it was a, a joke. joke. All right. Come <laughs> I was to my say. Sh- the the joke is our new pedal is called "Come to My Show." Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So obviously confused, confusing. I don't remember seeing that one, um, but that's that sounds like very I fell for it. Thin I humor. Fell for. Yeah. So there was that. Uh, but coming back to this year, uh, Digitech had previously sold to Harmon, who is owned by Samsung. And Harmon, uh, they do like really great um, headphones. You see, probably see a lot of AKG headphones kicking around the world. Um, I have a pair right here, and they're fantastic. Uh, truly the best over ears I've ever had in my life. Um, they also have JBL. My monitors are JBL monitors. I actually just gave away a set of JBL monitors the other week. You did? Uh, they make loudspeakers, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, Harmon owns Soundcraft, but um, Harmon sold Digitech, who they bought and then just never really did anything with, unfortunately, uh, to Cortech Corporation, aka Court Guitars. So that happened this year, and it's kind of giving a lot of new hope for life. Uh, for those Digitech pedals because yes. they were such a huge part oh, yeah. of music for so long. I mean, I don't know if Rage Against the Machine would really exist <laughs> if not for the <laughs> whammy. Yeah. And Prince played a whammy. I have a whammy. Yeah, I, I, do, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I never use it, but I have it. Uh, <laughs> so there, there were a lot of cool pedals. People seem to like the Bone Shaker a lot. Their 440, uh, I think it's an envelope. I think yeah, that's the I had, envelope filter. I like that one. Yeah, I had the freak out for a bit, and that's one of the mm. pedals that I let go. And sometimes I miss it, 
Um, but I only used it for like one thing, which kind of did the same thing my Mel 9 did at the mm. time, which kind of the feedback will track your signal and sound like almost like a paired flute, kind of like what the Mel 9 does. So it's like a paired kind of tracking harmonization that it does, which I liked it because it sounds similar to like an Ebo. So without needing an Ebo, I didn't have to you know, think about obviously the handling of that. So that was rather neat and um, good to have. But at that point, it was like having a one trick pony for me was not worth Yeah, pedal board real pedal. estate is, yes, you know, I have to let go sometimes. Yeah, I, I get that. So like, I really hope Digitech comes back and that's not just like a trading hey, IP you know. for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the odds are high that it's very good news. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, it looks like after the completion of the purchase of Digitech in 2017, Samsung laid off everybody at Digitech. So I'm like, why, why are you buying it? Yeah. It's, it's, that's always if the kind of question. You don't want the people involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just feel like sometimes you buy a company like that is for the talent. Um, but yeah. that's, that obviously they just wanted to be able to. Sell some of these pedals, and then it just felt like it was a constant fire sale, you know, of that stuff. I think I bought, mm. like, seven of the pedals for, like, 50 bucks each during a sale, and I demoed them all. That was pretty good for my channel, but um, then I sold them all, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of a, a rundown of of the Digitech thing. Um, yeah, the other one, was it TC Electronic was the other one that was yes, bought? Yes, TC Electronics in 2015 was sold to Music Tribe, a.k.a. Behringer, a company mm -hmm. I am afraid to say bad things about because they are litigious. Uh, they love suing people. <laughs> they who shall not be named. Yeah, well, I already named them. Uh, <laughs> so Allegedly. Like, Music Tribe just famously releases hundreds of uh, products a year mm. and barely promotes any of them. So, obviously, you can still buy TC Electronics pedals. Mm -hmm. My favorite TC Electronics pedal is, frankly, the Polytune, which is maybe not the most exciting thing to um, talk about like that. But yeah. it's a great little teeny weeny tuner. It's cool. Yeah, the only... Uh, the only one I can figure that I've kept is a TC Helicon Voice Live Play. That's the only yeah, one I've fun. kept. All the other ones I've kind of offloaded. Obviously, TC Electronics passed. I wasn't really that thrilled with. So I was like, yeah, get this out of my house. <laughs> well, TC Electronics, for those who don't know, they're the ones who had the Pussy Melter plug-in on one of their... Oh, one of their pedals was, yeah. I was just like, eh. Was it the delay? No, it was a reverb, I think. It was, it was like, a reverb. Or something. I don't remember what it was. Stupid. It was just stupid. Yeah, it was just stupid. Yeah. And I was like doubling down. I was just like, yeah, bro. Like, no, like, I'm one of your customers. Like, grow up. They forget that. And yeah. I, <laughs> I have money too. I can use it and I cannot use it. <laughs> Yeah, ultimately, I, I think this, I it's just it's just the band that doubled down. Like they had somebody kind of white label make an official Pussy Melter pedal. I'm like, hmm. yeah, I mean, I don't, at, at a I don't... point, just the commitment to the bit. Is it worth it? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't knock anyone just like, you know, certain brands that I may not want to contribute my funds or 
any kind of platform to, if people have them on their board, I'm not going to come at you and just go, you shouldn't have that on your board. This is why. Like, no, like, it's just my choice not to, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not being a police and going after anyone. I just, I don't. We're not the party police over no, here. No, I just, I'm not going to buy it. It's going to silently judge, but I'm not going <laughs> to yell about it. <laughs> There's a whole, like, you know, uh, fry from, like, Futurama, like, squinty eyes looking at that board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so those are I, I'm I'm sure there are other examples of pedals. Yeah. Uh, th- I I do know one. I'm not going to really talk about the company because no. I don't like the guy who owns it. Uh, mm. on a personal level, but Mm-mm. I remember Mm-mm. there was something about so he he bought this pedal company and kind of out of nowhere. And I just remember the post was like, uh, they just gave him all of the parts in like a big bin, and it wasn't like organized. And he spent like hours organizing resistors and some other people in the in the comments were like those things are like a fucking nickel dude just at that point you just throw them away and buy the ones that you need in that are actually organized like yeah. that was like they were saying why would you waste your time doing that when time is money like yeah. if you're thinking about like it takes you even if you can do one a second which is impressive it takes you a whole hour just to do 60 <laughs> of them when the ocd kicks in (laughs) just buy them if your your time as a business owner is like 200 bucks an hour if it's going to cost you less than 200 bucks to buy 60 of those things it is it is going to cost you less than 200 bucks to buy 60 of those things oh my god it's like six dollars six dollars would buy you Mm. 120 of them at a nickel a piece am i doing that math right math 60 divided by <laughs> math 0.05 is <laughs> math is hard opposite i never know which direction <laughs> to divide things so a nickel a piece wait there 60 divided okay, i might be doing me. this math wrong <laughs> five nickels okay i'm done <laughs> I'm, I'm done trying I think I did the math wrong. I think I was supposed to multiply. If someone's traveling from Houston and has five nickels. Yeah. I'm sorry. 60 of them is $3. Okay. So I was I was like, I'm trying to divide. I'm like, no, I multiply here. Yeah. Stay in school. Or don't. Be cool. Stay in school. <laughs> I don't care. I at least finish high school. Uh, I went to college. No, I did too. No, I did too. I, gra- I graduated. Uh, I'm an magna, artist. <laughs> magna cum laude. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got lots of sashes. <laughs> Made my family very proud. Fancy. Now I write about guitar shit all day. School. I only. Yeah, I didn't even <laughs> study writing. It's great. Um, don't don't major in music business, children. There are also other companies, uh, like. They used to, oh gosh, what are they called? They're called they used to be called Band Labs. Oh, now okay. they're now their parent company is uh come on. What is a parent company? <laughs> Caldecott. Caldecott Music Group, which I think is a terrible like just a yes, way horrible. less good name. <laughs> yeah. So Caldecott Music Group, formerly Band Lab, and now Band Lab is a different thing. They just yeah. buy IPs and make I think decently cool products, if nothing else. Like, um, so BandLab is a browser-based uh, DAW that used to be called Cakewalk, 
and that kind of mm. changed hands a few times. Actually, I, I like I like Band Labs uh, as a doll. Like I've used it a few times. Um, it's not my go-to, obviously, but it's great for beginners, especially if you're just kind of learning the ins and outs um, of that kind of thing. I think it's perfectly functional, especially for like again learning songs. Of course, so I like that. But they also own few portfolio. Vista Musical Instruments is the second name of this. And they have mono gig bags, which I think everyone can agree are the best gig bags on the planet. Um, Harmony. And Harmony makes really cool guitars. And they also yep. made a series of amplifiers that I wrote the copy for originally. And then went to look at it later. I was like, oh, they kept some of what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have, um, if you, I don't know if you can see it, but you can probably see it in a lot of videos. I have their uh, H650 amp uh, right there. Um, that, uh, it was, uh, I haven't played with it. It's kind of heavy, but I like the clean sounds hmm. of it, uh, especially. And it has, it's very features rich. Um, I just wish that the reverb did more. Mm. I wish the, short. the blend, it doesn't, the blend, it doesn't blend very like the, the blend is very low it doesn't get i don't even think 50 percent wet which is yeah, too bad yeah it is, it is they also obviously harmony was a heritage well they also have heritage <laughs> guitar companies <laughs> uh so harmony tysco uh sweetly and uh harmony tysco heritage and sweetly these are all companies that had existing ips um trademarks that kind of thing and uh, went out of business. Sweetly is actually a guitar store. I'm like, I just clicked on it. I wasn't sure what it was. But um, the Harmony guitars they sell now look nothing like Harmony guitars of the past. Tysco, I think most of us know, made guitars in like like Japan, I feel like, largely. Uh, but now they're pedals. Yes. And Heritage is and still makes acoustic guitars. Mm -hmm. Um and it looks like some electrics. Hold up. They make electrics. Oh, shit. Why did I thought... Why did I think they just made acoustic I guitars? Think, is that more recent that Heritage was making electrics? It looks like all of them. Because I did... Right did I see one recently in Demos in the Dark? It was a Heritage one. Somebody that um, I saw recently had Heritage. I can't remember who. The, H, the H575 it. looks really good. It's um super jumbo-esque. If you're familiar with that gibson mm. i'm not actually seeing acoustic guitars on this website i might i might be wrong about that i'm clearly wrong <laughs> um but yeah kind of gibson looking guitars which isn't too surprising mm. um but and they haven't been hit with a cease and desist yet <laughs> mm, I, well they're, they're no. not like they're not like the Big flying bee and stuff it's like no les paul i'm looking at one that's kind of got a more didario kind of look I'm sorry, haha. <laughs> the Angelico kind of look to the it. The Angelico, yeah, it's both the things. Yeah, incorrect. Yeah, so it's pretty normal for brands to buy these IP, this mm -hmm. IP, and then just make kind of their own thing with it. It, I do, I do kind of wonder. Going back to the solid gold effects thing, if mm. they'll ever be new diamond petals, or if they're just going to keep selling those um, legacy yeah. pedals as long as there's interest in them. 
Hmm. So that is, that is that is something to consider for now, at least from like what I read. Um, early 2023, they're just going to release a small lineup to start out with. So who knows mm-hmm. whether there is a potential of exploring anything further, whether they're going yeah. to work with anyone about new ideas or not. Or, yeah, continue it like a legacy brand, like you could always buy this from us. It's respected. We want to keep the history alive. And that's valid and great, too. I mean, that's good work, to be honest. Yeah, it is. And I can't I can't mm-hmm. think of really any other pedal companies that have been purchased that then started releasing For that. new yeah. stuff, especially if they're bought by a company that makes their own pedals. I mm-hmm. don't think Dwarfcraft ever did different Debbie Ever stuff. No, I don't think um, It makes sense that they yeah. would do that. I obviously Harmon never made new Digitex stuff and Chase Bliss and Cooper Effects is just kind of a different thing. But yeah, also, I, it's the generation loss. It's a Chase Bliss pedal. It's not a Cooper FX pedal. No, and even still, after that was released, Tom went to go off, and then he's he's doing something else now, which I guess he's still working oh, with really? Chase Bliss in some way. But yeah, I think either he's in New York for a bit, but he's not directly involved now with Chase Bliss in the same capacity. So I don't know what the oh. future means for that. But I didn't know I that. do think it. Yeah, it was like after it was released, there was like something that was talked about that he was going off for a bit. I don't know what it was about, but he's still tied in somehow, but not in the same capacity, I think. Don't quote me. That's what I read like months ago. Yeah, I read that months ago. So then all coming from the top of my head right now. But I think it's a good move. And it's something even as an artist myself to have different, like one half where you do something like, let's say for a demo channel and the other half, other platforms, you do something that's more you, you know what I mean? You're artistic. If you're working collaboration, trying to do something that is in the vein of, okay, this is historic legacy pedals. Okay. Gold, you know, know, that's going to be our, uh, experimental more modern we get to be creative in this one and we'll just make the legacy over here yeah yeah again i can't really think of examples of guitar pedal companies that have really innovated the brands that they've purchased guitar companies on the other hand and obviously we don't have time to get into that but like fender has uh gretchen jackson and they still make new models they still really um those brands are relatively separate so hmm. that's also kind of gibson and kramer um not so much gibson and epiphone uh which epiphone was purchased i think in the late 50s by gibson they used to be their own company um but yeah it's i'd be interested to see what happens um i still wouldn't though definitely big news i still don't think i would call the uh purchase of no. diamond the merging of the no, not with, is the biggest gear news of the year not not with like a week before the end of the year <laughs> i mean there's a week for a lot to have but like at that point you can kind of look back and be like i think there was bigger news <laughs> probably i i can't think of it off still, the top of my head but yeah you no know, um there might have been bigger news if, hey, let us know in the comments. What do you think was bigger yeah. news, or do you think this really was the biggest gear news of the year? We are open to hearing your feedback. Uh, but I think that's a good place to kind of call it. Um, thank you to everyone who's been watching this. If you want to drop in a super chat, there's still time that's always appreciated, though never required. Just makes no. us feel warm fuzzies. No, you can also support you. us at patreon.com slash get offset. Um, we have merchandisegalsidepodcast.com slash shop. You can rate and review on iTunes. That really helps. Subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you consume this podcast. Um, really, 
really helps and is appreciated as are the likes the comments yeah i, I love the live chats obviously interacting when yeah. i can be there for the premieres i love that always even in my own channel i like to do that um but also yeah. just the comments as well interacting on the mm -hmm. discord as well if you join the discord you pretty much uh, get to interact with us talk about gear life and things kind of yeah. on a daily basis for the most part it's one of the few discords i actually am yeah active yeah in. there's there's a few only a few that i'm really active at this point because being mm -hmm. spread too thin with doing work life and then i wish i could be everywhere as much as i used to sometimes but i was like i can't feasibly impossible now <laughs> mm -hmm. totally yeah. well uh to everybody out there happy hanukkah we're in the middle of that merry yes. christmas this is the last time we'll talk to you before then and joyous kwanzaa or whatever you yeah. celebrate instead uh hope it's a lovely holiday hope y'all have a lovely holiday some good days off and uh thanks for watching thanks for understanding uh, until next time, my name is Emily. I'm Joan of Hart. Goodbye. Bye-bye.